Today we are talking about business exit. Stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is the show where you get Bible-friendly, practical tips on business and money so you can thrive. And as you thrive, remember the Lord your God who enables you to thrive and be an agent of transformation in your family, in your community, and in your city. My name is Bold Kere, your host, and uh, you can catch up on previous episodes of Thrive 1110 by going um, on the chri.ca website or on thrive1110.ca website. That's thrive1110.ca. And you can also find it on um, your typical podcast uh, places um, like Spotify and Apple Podcast. So today, we are tackling this subject of how to exit a business. And for that, we have a very special guest, um, which I'm going to, I'm going to present Um, her in a short moment. It's a woman um, that is, um, I'm I'm out of words to describe her. Uh, She is such a remarkable professional. And uh, beyond that, she is such um, a godly woman, uh, powerful, full of wisdom, and I respect her immensely. And um, today I have the privilege to have her with us on the show. Her name is Ruby Lohid Yoni. Welcome, Ruby, to the show. Thank you so much. And awfully kind words. Thank you. I'm honored. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, Ruby, would you mind maybe um, um, introducing yourself a little bit further for um, our guests who are listening? Well, I don't know how far back to go. And you did uh, say you you just highlighted all the nice things. But <laughs> I come from very <laughs> humble roots. I'm the 10th of 13 children. Uh, from My father was a, um, a farmer in southern Ontario. And my mother's family were farmers in Holland who were displaced during the war. Um, came to Canada. My father sponsored them. So very, you can imagine what financial planning was like with a father that had not a high income paying job, stay at home mom, obviously, and 13 children. So I think it was a natural place to be entrepreneurial and to learn important biblical truths about money. Hmm. Wow. And uh, Ruby, why, why don't you maybe tell us what, like, what you're doing today? Like what, what's your role professionally today? Well, I'm a chartered accountant, uh, a mm-hmm. chartered uh, professional accountant, and I work with Stillwater Capital. It's actually um, a, a fairly recent transition in my career. As uh, bold as you know, I did what you did for many years. I was a financial advisor, mm-hmm. totally loved it, passionate about using God's money wisely and helping other people steward that. And I work with Stillwater Capital helping business owners, private business owners, about some very important decisions that they have to make to be good stewards of their business that God has blessed. Mm. So either to grow their business by acquiring other businesses, 
to grow their business, they might need financing or investments from another uh, source other than just their own wealth. And when the time comes, they have to have an exit plan because we will all exit this earth and we will all, you know, uh, eventually exit our business. And the Bible is very clear about using good advice, planning these things ahead of time. So when the time comes for business owners to do any of those things, acquire, grow, finance, um, exit, it's always good to have sound advice. And what's sounder advice than a firm that's rooted in biblical wisdom? Wow, thank you. Thank you very much, Ruby. And I, and I really sense that uh, uh, this is such a, a vast subject and you have so much expertise in this that I'm sure people um, listening, fellow entrepreneurs, business owners, even ministry leaders listening, will need either today or one day. And um, I just want to say, let's let's go through this and not rush. And um, if needed, we will definitely have a part two of this uh, of this uh, topic, uh, so that you can really get uh, the riches um, that. Uh, um, that uh, that God has entrusted to you, you can get that out to people out there listening. So, Ruby, you talked about uh, businesses and exiting. Um, now, the question that I would maybe start by asking you is, when is a good time for businesses to start thinking about, business owners to start thinking about exiting, to start preparing um, uh, for that moment? Well, Bold, when I married my husband, I got him to sign a will the day after we got married. And we were both young and just newly married. But I already knew that we don't control the future. And certainly I don't know the future. And I think Jesus said only my father knows the future. So I think mm. it's very critical. I've had clients, one of my first clients in my previous career uh, doing what you do both as a financial advisor was a woman whose husband had just started a business after a long career and it was fairly new. They had taken all, on all kinds of debt to start this business and they were enjoying a day on the water and ran into trouble on the, in the boat and he drowned along with her two daughters. And when was the appropriate time for him to start planning his exit? He had no idea that day they set out on the boat, that that would be the day he would exit his business. And it was such a stressful catastrophe. And I will, I use that word catastrophe for his wife, who was not a business person, she was a nurse to be left in that situation um, with bankers knocking on the doors, not having any ability to sign checks or make decisions with the business. So it may sound a little cold and truly bold. You know me, I'm not a cold person. <laughs> I don't think anybody would, you wouldn't describe me as cold now, would you? No, not at all, no, not at all. But the reality <laughs> is we got to start planning. So when do we start planning for a child's education? When they're young, mm. when we have that baby. Mm. When do we start planning for our retirement? When we're, you know, looking for our first job and looking at, you know, what do they have? 
You know, mm. when when do we start instructing our children and teaching our children the good things that they can do when they're young? The Bible's very clear, like train up a child when they're young and they will so that they will not depart from God's ways. So the same thing for a business and why I say that and it just seems so odd because Many people, I know in my own case, Bold, I've shared my testimony with you, Mm -hmm. is that I had no intentions Mm -hmm. of exiting my business. I wanted my heroes were all business owners who are, you know, in their 80s and 90s and like worked until the week before they passed away, including many of my clients who were amazing believers and incredible (laughs) entrepreneurs. And I wanted to be just like them. But I had a contingency plan and I had a succession plan because as much as I may want to plan, Proverbs 16.1 cautions us, we may make these immortal plan, these elaborate plans, but God has the last mm-hmm. word. So mm-hmm. plan the sooner the better. And part of exit planning is getting your business mm-hmm. to the best it can possibly be. That's, you know, God's calling on all of our lives is to use the gifts he's given us to be the best we can be mm. so that God's mm. generosity can flow through us. First Peter 4.10. So if we want to be good stewards of this business and God will bless our business, you really have to start putting it all in perspective that this is a business. It's not going to last. You're not going to last forever. The people around you, your employees come and go. It's a challenging time in the world right now for um, companies and their relationship with employees. So we definitely um, want to humble ourselves because it was it was very humbling for me to realize, hey, I'm not in control of when I'm exiting my business. And wow, I'm used to being in control. Most business owners I know, and I was one, and I was young, very young when I started my first business, a little kid, really, very entrepreneurial. We do it because we're not going to work for anybody else. We're going to have our own business. We're going to be in control. And the reality is, and COVID has taught us something very important, Bold, is a tiny little virus can end up making having a lot of control and and we are it's hubris to think that we are always in control and god's word certainly Mm. doesn't support that god is in control Mm. not us Mm. so in other words ruby what i'm hearing is from now like wherever we are now yes like no matter the stage of our business in which we're in it is a good idea to start doing everything possible to be prepared yes. uh, for for any any outcome and for any possible business uh, exit, because uh, that is good stewardship. Exactly. What did they say? When's the best time to start saving in a financial planning term? Mm. Is today. <laughs> today. And when That's is it. the best time to start planning mm-hmm. today? Mm-hmm. When is the best time to start planning for your exiting today? Mm-hmm. And especially mm-hmm. if God puts it on your heart. You know, the audience typically that listens to a -hmm. Christian radio show Mm -hmm. would be people who are genuinely interested in learning and wanting Mm -hmm. to know more about God's will. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, we are not to procrastinate. We are to act. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's Mm -hmm. so important for us to actually act and and be competent and confident and then uh, compassionate. But act. We got to make these plans. So, yes, now's the Mm -hmm. time. 
because nobody gets to take their business into heaven with them. We don't have, we don't stand before the Lord and go, I brought my business with me. Mm. <laughs> and, and we don't know bold if it's the mm -hmm. best thing for us just to go, well, you know, I'm not going to be around my surviving spouse or my surviving children. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you know, too bad, so sad, they'll deal with it. That's not really mm -hmm. appropriate because it could be a terrible burden that they shouldn't be bearing. Mm -hmm. uh, everybody has different gifts and abilities. And to impose mm -hmm. your will on somebody else like that, may, may it may be what they absolutely would love and want to do, but it may not be. Mm -hmm. I know in my business for mm -hmm. years, I had this, like I thought she was incredible. And I really <laughs> wanted her to be me, like to be part of my succession plan. And the reality is, was she didn't want that. It's not what her gifts and abilities were. And I mm. so wanted it for her that I, I was in a way blinded to the fact that it's really not what her strengths were or what she wanted. Mm. And it's hard mm. for business owners because we're used to being optimistic. We're used to being mm -hmm. get her done. We're used to, you know, business owners are like that. We're always mm -hmm. hopeful for tomorrow. We're always focused on our next sale, our next service, mm -hmm. our next, you know, what are we doing to help our customers? How are we dealing with our clients? We're always focused, you know, on the next thing that's going to happen in our business. Mm -hmm. But we really need to, to take a deep breath and go one it's really god's business and that's the key it was such a mind shift for me as a financial uh, professional to go hey it's not only good enough to be a good steward of this but the most important thing is who owns everything who owns my dna who owns my education who owns the people that have come into my life and blessed me with wisdom and knowledge who owns the circumstances that have made me who I am? Who owns this business? And the day I wrote the and signed the ownership deed that really this belongs to God was a monumental day for me as an individual and a real mind shift. And as a manager, a manager knows that their responsibility to the ultimate owner is to protect mm -hmm on an exit, especially these five, I call them the five D's bold, the five mm. uh, D's that could derail another D, mm -hmm. our, our, mm -hmm. our business, right? And it could be your death, mm -hmm. like, like, boom, that was one of my very first clients 27 years ago was a young wow. widow whose husband had just started a business and he died mm -hmm. unexpectedly, death. Mm -hmm. And we don't know yeah. when dust's going to come to us. And it always, like, mm. sometimes we've been, we're actually blessed to know, hey, you got this bad thing happening and chances are you're not going to make it X number of months. And that gives you the grace to do some planning. Not everybody gets mm. that bold. Then mm -hmm. there's disability. Mm. A very close friend mm. of mine was hit um, out for a bike ride. Uh, September 2020 and got hit by a transport truck and paralyzed mm. like wow you could be disabled he never planned for that that day his family mm. didn't plan for it his business didn't plan for it disabilities happen mm. divorce and mm. you know even mm. in Christian circles 
Christian business owners do have marital marriage troubles, often because sometimes the businesses can be very all-consuming. And so what if you need, you're going through a marriage breakdown and you have to divide that business by two? How are you going to finance it? How are you going to do that? Are you going to sell? Are you going to bring on another partner? You need advice. You need help. And then what if there's a major disagreement? What if mm. you're, you, you've got one key salesman in your organization who is, uh, provides you or controls 50% of the sales that you bring into your company? He is amazing. But what if? You have a disagreement, and this happened to one of my clients where he walked across to another company, and mm. that is a huge problem. What if you have a disagreement with one of your partners? What if you have a disagreement with your, your spouse who says, enough, like, I want to do mission work, or I want mm. time to focus on what my priorities are? And then, mm. and this is what... COVID has taught all of us and, and my own story. What if we're disrupted? And in 2019, our Kingdom Advisors Conference was called Disrupted. And, and you know, sometimes God disrupts us for good. We may not see it at the time. And certainly in my business, I did not see it coming. And I lost three critical staff in one point. Who are my three, you know, contingency plan and succession plan? Boom, one month, all three were gone. COVID has been a massive disruptor for many businesses. I had a meeting uh, with a restaurant owner. Do you think COVID hasn't disrupted their plans? Mm -hmm. And so a number of years ago, you know, we've been talking about exiting, but he's been procrastinating because his identity is so tied up with his business. And then mm. boom, COVID happens. There's a disruption. It could be all kinds of disruptions that happen in life, whether it's weather, natural disasters, but we can be disrupted. And those five Ds, I call them the five mm. Ds that can affect businesses. Can you really say as a manager, because we're the steward of God's business. Mm -hmm. Lord, I, I have, I have, you know, planned for these five D's and I've sought mm. good counsel and I've looked into your word and I've, you know, have you done everything you can about that? Have you talked to your spouse and your business, your business partners? Have you talked to your financial advisor about, Hey, like, my wife really wants me to start slowing down thinking, you know, my husband said to me, you know, the stress is affecting your health. I want you to slow down. Like it's too much. You're working too hard. We should be listening. God uses people in our lives to warn us and to communicate and to like, how do we know God's will? His word, our quiet time prayer with the Lord our spouse, other godly people in our lives, we need mm -hmm. to listen and, and, and plan mm -hmm. because we're managers, we're stewards. You know, Jesus said oh. it's important what we do with our gifts. He told us that many times in parables. So we have to plan and plan for the unexpected, 
because we may have plans. Like I had a plan. I had a contingency plan, a succession plan. I had three backups. (laughs) And I got disrupted and it didn't work out. So you need a plan. Mm. Don't procrastinate. You know what what you're saying, Ruby? Like I'm listening to you. We're talking about businesses, but I couldn't help but also think about ministry leaders or ministries that these five Ds could also apply to um, ministry people. But would you mind just re-going through, like recapping these five Ds that we really need to kind of watch out for um, as we are seeking to prepare uh, for an exit? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there, in, there was death. Death is the the first one. So that's one of the parables about the business the businessman who filled up his mm-hmm. barns. He had a great year, and he's I can just imagine him pounding his chest, saying, "What a great <laughs> year! I got to build a few more barns." And then mm-hmm. this that night, his his life was ended. He exited. Yeah. Yeah. Death. Yeah. And we don't know, like, you know, we, I watched people pass away from COVID that I would have never expected them to pass away from COVID as an example or Mm -hmm. cancer. It's always the healthiest Mm -hmm. people, right? You know, I had this girlfriend Mm -hmm. who ran and she husband owned a natural food store and she was a physician and she dies of cancer. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. she didn't plan for that. You know, I didn't plan Mm -hmm. for that death, disability. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of business owners who are under tremendous stress. And what's the number one cause of illness? The Bible's full of it, right? Uh, you know, about, mm-hmm. about things that affect our bones, our, our stress. Mm-hmm. And we think we do, you know, we may, we're not necessarily always taught the right way to deal with our stress. Mm-hmm. We need to be praying and meditating more. We need to be like Jesus walked a lot. Like maybe we need to be being moving our bodies more, our God-given bodies. So stress is very like who doesn't know a business owner who has faced tremendous stress during their lifetime, <laughs> mm. during their mm-hmm. owning a business. So like stress can be good too. Mm. Stress of a deadline mm-hmm. goes, pushes me to get it done. Stress yeah. of competition and business owners, like it or not, they're competitive. <laughs> they may not be Olympic athletes. They're not going down the giant slalom <laughs> in, in China, but they're competitive. And, and, yeah. and God made us competitive. Paul tells us to mm-hmm. run the good race. Like, that's mm-hmm. great, right? So... Mm-hmm. Anyhow, that's it's it's important to it's death, it's disability, and disability can be caused by stress for sure. Mm-hmm. Divorce, you know, Divorce, yeah. And and we have to be honest, guys. Like, put your seatbelt on. Christians get divorced too. Then mm-hmm. there's disagreements, and I remember mm-hmm. uh, in my husband's family, uh, a priest saying to this client of mine who was uh who was passing away and he said if you've been married for more than 30 days you've had a disagreement like again (laughs) we're not perfect we have disagreements with our employees our suppliers like right Mm -hmm. now there's a lot of issues in 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 supply chains 
What if you had a disagreement mm. and a supplier, a critical supplier goes, mm, mm. I'm not going to sell to you. I'm going to sell to your competitor. It's, mm. You can have disagreements and any other type of a disruption. And look at all the disruptions that are going on in the world today. You know, a potential mm. war, a potential you know, blockades of major transportation routes, trade routes, uh, disruptions at ports, weather disruptions, um, employees disruption. They tested positive for COVID and can't come into work and they've got this huge big presentation for your key customer. Disruptions happen. Wow, thank you very much, uh, Ruby. And uh this is, um, like I was saying at the beginning, I, I think we really need to take time to unpack. And we haven't even started talking about the things that uh, um, um, fellow business owners, entrepreneurs can do to actually uh, prepare themselves either for uh, for a sale of their business or passing it down to other people, etc. Um, but I really like these five Ds that can really uh, bring us to an exit um, in a business. And in another episode, we are going to tackle the let's get practical section where Ruby is going to unpack um, things, practical things that you can do, takeaways that for you to um, actually get ready uh, for a business exit. Now, as we are slowly going towards the end of the episode today, Ruby, would you mind just reminding or telling people how they can maybe get a hold of you if they are in a situation where they are actively contemplating um, maybe a sale of a business or an acquisition um, in order to grow their business, etc. Would you mind um, telling people how they can uh, get a hold of you? Sure. And if you forget any of the information I'm going to tell you, just reach out to Bold and Bold can always pass you through to me too. Um, Bold is brilliant when it comes to recognizing uh, a lot of these needs. So my email address is ruby, R-U-B-Y-L-Y at S-T-C-A-P dot C-A. So it's ruby, L-Y at stcap.ca. And you can also reach me at 705-507-0645 or go to our website, stillwatercapital.ca and you can always reach out directly to Bold and he can connect us. Excellent, excellent. That, that's, that's perfect. Thank you so much, Ruby. And I really appreciate your generosity. And uh, we are definitely going to... Uh, um, dive more into some of the things that uh, listeners can do to uh, prepare themselves for an exit in a part two of this uh, topic on business exit. So um, I'm Bold Kerry. I'm your host for Thrive 1110. Tune in next week, same time, uh, for another episode. And uh, what I like to say is if you want to um, go back and listen, maybe this to this episode here, or other episodes of Thrive 1110, always you have the option of going to chri.ca or thrive1110.ca or just the normal podcast avenues like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And uh, just want to quickly remind you of a series of episodes coming up 
in the spring where you have the opportunity of being showcased um, in um, Thrive 1110. That means um, you will even have the opportunity to be heard. Yes, to have uh, this conversation with me on a practical case that you have in your business. Maybe concerning management, uh, finances, marketing, sales, your products and services, estate planning, business exit, name it. So if you want to be showcased uh, through a conversation like that, it's going to be a very simple process. Just get in touch with me. You can email me directly at bold at thrive1110.com or go to the thrive1110.ca website and uh, fill out the contact form there so I know this is something you would like to do, you would like to participate in. It's going to be very interactive and um, and uh, what we're going to learn and uh, the tips that are going to be given to you would also serve other entrepreneurs, other business leaders. And um, yeah, this is a series coming up um, this spring. So this has been Thrive 1110. Again, my name is Bolkire, your host. See you next week. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.